and we are back with another episode of the podcast, and this one was so much fun. And as always, it is brought to you by Laura Lee Smith. She's a real estate agent in the Bryan College Station, Texas, and surrounding areas. And if you're in the market to buy or sell a home in that area, please call or text her and have a conversation with her. That's all. If you don't like it, you can move on to another agent. But I guarantee you, you will enjoy what she has to say, and you'll realize how hardworking, trustworthy, and honest she is, and an overall just great human being in your first conversation. Don't take our word for it. Give her a call or text her at any time. Her number is 979-218-2315. That's 979-218-2315. Also, my friend Danny has started down his entrepreneurial career and started C5 Mobile RV Repair. If you have a vacation on wheels, as I call it, a camper, RV, trailer, whatever it may be, then give him a call. He comes to you, he fixes any sort of issues or repairs or puts new new items on that you need and then has you on your merry way without you having to go anywhere. It's just a phone call away or a text away, whatever it may be. You can find him on that Facebook page at C5 Mobile RV Repair or call him at 936-465-3136. If you want to support the podcast monetarily, head on over to 95adventures.com and purchase any of the wonderful coffee blends and flavors that we have. Uh, all the prices are on there with the shipping and everything, and it supports the podcast monetarily to do things like travel or the microphone updates or whatever it may be. Just whatever it is for the podcast, it helps it out, so we really appreciate that. Head on over to the website. Just check out the website anyway. See what you think, and give me some feedback on what you think of the website, if I can improve it or not. Uh, Also, if you want to support the podcast, the most important way and for free, like, rate, review on your platform and also share the episode such as this one on your social media and tell everybody how much you enjoyed it. Really appreciate that. You don't know how much it helps and how much it means to us over here at the 95 Adventures podcast. So uh, with all that being said, this podcast is with Hunter Harlow the owner of Sendero Provisions, the clothing company. They make a bunch of hats. Maybe you've seen them. Uh, Just a really, really awesome story. Uh, The ups and downs of small business, and nobody's had bigger ups and downs than this guy when it comes to the business world. And just his overall outlook on life is fantastic. Um, He may have gone through some hard times, but he never stopped believing in it. And he really just like, had a great attitude through the whole thing and what a crazy story it was. So I really enjoyed talking to him. It's really inspirational and there's lots of good information for anybody out there looking to start their own business or do their own thing and be their own boss. So please enjoy this wonderful conversation I had with Hunter Harlow. Now we're recording. All right. Everything looks like it's rolling good. So I told you I was going to tell you how I found out about you. Um, I found out about Sendero. Uh, I was fishing actually with my buddy Mason and Garrett, two of the most manliest men. And uh, I had never seen, like I hung around them all the time. We were fishing and we're wade fishing out there. And I noticed that Garrett's got on this blue hat that says Sendero across it. I was like, that's a freaking cool hat. I don't know why it's cool. I don't know what makes it so cool, but it was cool. Yeah. Like it was something I, I like. Man, I don't know if it's you, Garrett, that makes it look cool, or whether it's the hat. But that's a cool hat. I like it. And it's definitely told, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> he told me about. He goes, "Oh, it's it's Sendero. It's this brand in Texas, and it's kind of cool, like the whole story or whatever." And so that's why I looked it up and found you. And 
whatnot, the, the Sinjo stuff. I was like, man, that stuff's awesome. Cool, man. I actually knew about your clothing than any of the other clothing brands. I don't. I won't mention their names, uh, <laughs> the competitions. But like, I that yours is the first one that I actually saw about like that style and cool, all that good stuff. So, kind of piqued my interest. And then, uh, um, I noticed you are a what is it a, a geologist? Yeah, man, geologist. Yeah. What what sparked going from a geologist into making clothing man it's like it's just such a wild story sort of i mean i guess it's how anyone ends up in anything uh yeah i started my undergrad in geology and i ended up doing a bunch of grad school and getting most of the way through (laughs) my phd in geology here in in waco um and then my original business partner started sendero i was like hey man want to jump on and help me do this thing i was like yeah sounds awesome let's let's keep rolling uh and then that was pretty much it man it was like sort of they're still sort of connected because everything that, that we do and we make, um, be it like our, our natural park line or, or even our, like our geology collection or other, other things, connection to the outdoors, it all kind of stems from my, my geology background at this point. It, it really drives our, our product and innovation and, and sort of what we do. So it's, it's, it's fun. No, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's, man. That, that's pretty good. That's why the maps are underneath the builds of the hats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we include the topo maps on there and everything. And we've got lots of – I throw our uh, our team and our designers and, and everyone else tons of geology ideas every season. And I think I get, like, one or two of them sh- shot back and, and actually happen. But I've got <laughs> 40 or 50 of them that I want to do all the time. And, like, geology's – I don't know. It's, it's still, like, every time I drive by uh, – uh, road cut or, or, or mountainscape or someplace where there's, there's awesome rocks exposed. I was like rubbernecking out the car and like <laughs> telling my, tell my kids what they are. Like, oh my, well, it used to drive my wife nuts. Like, I don't even care anymore. Like, I don't care about the rocks, Hunter. Stop. That's so funny you say that because my friend Mason, he's a, he's a geologist and that's like, he oh, works cool. for an oil and gas company or whatever. And, uh, he's, uh, that's one thing. Um, our daughter always goes, he goes, he's a rocketologist, a rocketologist, a rocketologist. <laughs> like, cause my wife's always making fun of him, you know, saying like, Oh, look, look, Mason, that rock. Mm-hmm. What is that rock? Like mm-hmm. bringing him rock, like being funny. Yeah. Um, so like I saw that and I was like, Oh look, he's a rocketologist too. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. So what, like, why didn't you go into anything with, in that profession with that? Like, Man. So I don't, I think about this a lot. Um, and I specifically want to do my PhD because I really like, like the research aspect of things. And so when I started, I was doing petroleum stuff too. Um, and I wanted to do, be in research programs and looking at core and rocks and going on, you know, cool field trips and depositional systems and traveling and everything. Um, and that's really what I focused on my PhD was it was a field work heavy, um, project. I was working out in the remote deserts of Arizona and, and Southern Utah. Um, out there for like three, Ooh. three or four summers in a row, My man. Favorite it was just, places. Oh, it was beautiful out there in the all badlands topography, just, you know, painted desert type stuff. Uh, digging, digging holes and, and, and collecting rock samples and measuring and describing and, and sweating and everything else that comes with that. And there's just wild stories from field work all the time. But, um, I really love that aspect of it. And then, Kind of when Sendero came along, it was like, oh, I can, I could combine that, and be creative, and do everything that I like doing in the outdoors. So it was like I got the best of, of three worlds all at once. Kind of want to be my own boss. Two, yeah, ex- expand everything that I like to do in a, in a creative sense. Just create and, and make cool projects and ideas and campaigns and, and all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, Sendero is just a huge sandbox, really. Um, and at the same time, like. 
I'm, we're outdoors a lot, doing all kinds of cool stuff, traveling, fly fishing, which is one of my big passions. And it uh, gave the opportunity to do a lot of that. I, and, you know, in hindsight, it's like everything. I've spent as much time in front of a screen as I, <laughs> as I used to anyways. But it, uh, when, when we play, we play hard. Yeah, it looks like it. Like, especially now, like, with the things you have. I, I've watched all the camping trips. Yeah. Like, the – where was the first one? Colorado? You went fly fishing up there? Where mm-hmm. was it you go fly fishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Colorado, yeah, right? Colorado. And yep. then you went – didn't you do one in Big Bend? Yeah, he, he went down and did a Big Bend State Park. Yeah. Um, did, did the loop down there. And then uh, he did the – they called a Quincy. So they went out and did – backpacking and built their own um quincy style igloo and they've slept in those yes, for yes, yes, two or yes. three days and D- yeah john is john our director of photography shout out john dale uh he is he's one of those guys that's like he's so into adventure and climbing and backpacking and the gear and, and the, the technical side of it he's he's out there doing it all and i'm like, and I'm, like I'm, I'm just gonna go fishing in my jeans and they're like <laughs> what are you doing out here wearing this i don't know it's, it's comfy like yeah. You're the dude that paddleboards in his socks, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to wear chacos on the river and get rocks in my shoes. I'm going to wear my, my dirty tennis shoes, and I'm going to put socks on them because I don't want rocks getting in them. <laughs> it's functional. <laughs> yeah, functional. It's all yeah, about yeah. functional. <laughs> That's awesome. So you didn't go on – did you go on those trips with him? No, those were John. Those, those were John, John doing that. But we've done – I mean, I just did a big California – um, golden trout trip so with one of on our, that, yeah, yeah that was that me one. on that one, yeah, yeah. uh, with one of our, um, pioneers, Cameron Cushman. He's a cool guy. Um, fly fisher, videographer based out of Florida. And we were out there for almost a week. We hit like, I don't know, five, six, seven different native species of, of trout out there. You know, most of them fit in your hand, fit in your palm of your hand. Yeah. But uh, they're very, like, oh man. Unique. And the, the terrain and the, 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 landscape that we're in which is amazing we're down in like the the eastern sierra desert and then you kind of go up into the mountains literally like in your backyard you just go straight up and then you're in high alpine lakes and rivers and, and catching golden trout out of you know pristine pools yeah that was awesome um yeah so we do yeah we do things we try to at least <laughs> try things. anyone then, has any more things that they want us to come do give me a shout out and we'll maybe we'll go do some things <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well you have the van too you got the van where you play like music concerts in that i've seen like the promotion just got like ramped up mm-hmm. and i know we we talked a little bit before the podcast um i like when i started following you y'all were like it was pretty generic the way the instagram posts were and your promotions were and uh, i just liked the clothing mm-hmm. it was cool there was like very little personality to behind the like advertising to it mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it went quiet yeah and a lot of people like i saw the comments underneath like everybody is just going <laughs> bonkers mm-hmm. like red face mad bonkers mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere it comes back but with personality and like character and looks like it's better than ever yeah cool like, man i don't know what ha- like i don't know if you want to share yeah what happened in that in between time because i mean i'm interested in all those sorts of things the struggles the ups and downs mm-hmm. and all that of, of and that's a lot of i i, I kind of have a, a, a huge passion for this right now especially in a small business sense and in the terms of like you know pulling the veil back from someone that that has gone through um ups and downs in small businesses we're small business you're a small business you're gonna experience ups and downs everyone is um and if you have to be able to to weather the downs to be able to get get to the ups um and so that's what we had maybe when was that i guess 
early or late summer in 2018 through kind of November 2018, uh, my original business partner and I, we had a, basically a business partner dispute. We bunch on, brought on a bunch of investors, um, and then we kind of from there found out you know certain things, and and then it wasn't going to work between us um, at that point in time. Um, and and really, when we started Sundero, it was just hey, it's you and I, and nothing's ever going to be wrong. We're going to conquer the world together kind of thing. You don't ever think about like, oh, we need to have, st- you know, exit strategies in our, in our, in our contract agreement or, you know, partnership, how we handle splits, how we handle this stuff, like how, like how this stuff works, um, you know, voting rights and, and um, checks and balances, that kind of stuff. Like, and no one ever wants to think about that when you start a business because it's all cool and fun and exciting. And then maybe you don't have time to, but that stuff's really, really important. Very much so. Uh huh. No, from firsthand experience on that. Yeah, too. right. Yeah. And I mean, like, it, it, it's I can't even understate it enough that like, if you don't have that stuff in place, and then you kind of find yourself in one of these situations, it's like, we could have protected ourselves from all of this, and we didn't, and now it's just going to be a big mess. Um, so basically, we had, you know, business business is a, it's like a marriage, and we had you know a divorce pretty much, and it was it was hard, and uh, that was obvious through um social media and and we're finishing a kickstarter at the time and kickstarter orders weren't shipping so from pretty much august to november we were just dark and like the whole thing was shut down and we were you know battling behind the scenes on on trying to trying to get going again unfortunately we have a really awesome core group of people here employees at the time john dale cameron frymark um, and our investors were awesome at the time too. Couldn't have done any of that without them. And me and John, <clears throat> John's from Colorado, and he came down. I think he slept on my couch for like a month and a half straight, like us just trying to to get game plans and stuff going to to figure it out again. When we got back up and running, and uh, we literally had like a war room set up in my in my like living room with just like <laughs> screens and monitors and cameras and equipment and gear and like we're just like customer service PR. Uh, you know, product development, everything, and it was it was wild. My wife, like, she sent us a picture of both him and I. Uh, something on her Facebook time hop came up. She's like, "This is you guys, you know, after like your third all nighter, and we're just sitting there, just dead at the table." And like, it was like the three days after we got the company back up and going. And like you said, we hit it as hard and fast as we could, and uh, we were very fortunate that that you know, that didn't end up being any bigger than it, than it could have been. Um, but at the same time as, you know, we had core pieces in place to, to be able to handle something like that, being awesome employees in here and, and a community that really cared about Sendero. Um, so we had a lot of people kind of rally to the cause. And then after that, it was like the, the gloves were off. Um, gloves were off as far as like what we wanted to do, creativity. Um, it was, we could, you know, at that point, recreate Sendero in any way and fashion that we want to. And us being, you know, you've seen our our Sendero sessions via the, the van videos and everything else. Like we're just we're just big idiots. Yeah, goofballs. Um, yeah, goofballs. <laughs> and there's a plethora of, of internet brands out there. I mean, anyone can find something cool and unique on the internet that you know might might be set them apart from like a Patagonia or something like that. And that's that's kind of what people learn to these days. I want to find something they can connect to and yeah. attach to. And so we're like, what a better way to do this than just to interject ourselves into into the brand? And so like now, 
John, me, Cam, Chris Kaler, our director of fun, who's actually the one of the head soccer coaches at Midway. He doesn't <laughs> I love even work, that name. He doesn't by even work way. here. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing where he's yeah. like, "I got big news. I'm the direct the director of fun." Uh-huh. Not temporary anymore, <laughs> dude. He's he's so much fun. It's like the things like that is just like. Oh. We have like a family of Sendero people. They're in and around here all the time. They might not be part of the business, but now their faces are all over our stuff, and people know their name. I guess all the time is like, "Hey, when Chris start working for y'all?" I'm like, "He doesn't. He's just <laughs> he's just he's just good on video." That's so hilarious. <laughs> he doesn't even work here. No, man, doesn't even <laughs> work here. That whole video where he's on the phone. And yeah. you're standing in the corner about under the, like. Uh huh. <laughs> I got a, a big ideas. Like, my last video got four million views. <laughs> I don't think that's right. No, nah, that's completely false. <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen the video now, now knowing that, go back and watch the video. That <laughs> <laughs> we have this. Like I said, we yeah, we try to we just start way too many projects and we have time for, which is fun. But we juggle a lot of stuff. We wanted to start doing these like old ESPN style commercials with like athletes interacting with the office with yeah, Chris. Like we've got a couple of them already done. Like he's doing, make, he's making us awesome. do stuff around the office. Like, Hey man, it's time to go do fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> and then he's in our, our Sendero session videos and everything else. But, but yeah, anyways, so back to that, that's, that's, that's how we came back, man. It was like, let's be a brand that, that, you know, familiar faces where people like know who to expect, know what to expect and, and really, you know, interject our personalities and our, our souls into into this. Like company. you feel like that they're like they're a part of it. Like yeah, they yeah. know you. Like they feel yeah. like they know the brand, and it's more about the brand that. Like, yeah, your hats are super cool. Obviously, like mm-hmm. that that's a cool style. Like nobody does big bend hats and the specific like national park hats mm-hmm. and then the cool logos. Like nobody does that. I haven't really seen that kind of stuff with style. Mm-hmm. I guess you want to say, um, but. Outside of that, it's just a hat. Mm-hmm. It's just right. a shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, what really does it, and that's why, like, people like Yeti are so good. Yeah. Because they have the little documentaries. It's yeah. not even about their ice chest or the cup. It's yeah. the personality behind the the people that are doing those mm-hmm. things that make it so, like, sellable. Yeah. Marketing through content is, it's huge right now in our industry and, and storytelling and, and everything else. And we're fortunate enough to have have some 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 good content creators and storytellers and, and creative folks to to do stuff whether or not it might flop and fail and look really stupid we'll do another one and it'll be all right <laughs> you gotta try right yeah, I mean, yeah. but like being yourself is really important i think that like bleeds through yeah cool you man know? like being being like authentic to who you are mm-hmm. you know you're not trying to copy anybody else you're just being you guys no yeah yeah and that's i mean that's really too going back to geology is you know we sort of have this bedrock foundation of you know geology in the southwest arizona utah texas that's kind of what drives our our core brand imagery everything else just just kind of falls into place beyond that so did people just like jump right back on board oh yeah it was it was immediate like customers everything yeah was just like, oh yeah you're back Sweet. yeah we we did some like pretty hardcore pr campaigns you know like sendero act two and like you know that like you know we're we're in this for you guys and and, and for us too and our families and our community and everything else um, at the time, I mean, I think we had like, shoot, four, five hundred, six hundred open orders that like people had paid for that weren't getting their stuff because they, so... the, the website was still open and like we didn't have access to any of that at the time. People were just buying stuff. And did your partner have access? Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, it wow. was, it was just, it was weird. Uh, I mean, it was like, you know, we were pretty much shut out of everything for for three months. Um, 
and we had you know plans and processes to to fix it and it could have all been avoided but that's just you know that's how that stuff rolls well i mean egos get involved i mean people get in disagreements oh yeah that happens when you when you talked about having plans in place like exit strategies in place it sounds funny but like you know and when you go into business you think you're friends for life Mm -hmm. um but differences of opinion when the business changes and moves like when ideas are different and they the business is going two different paths you're butting heads with somebody you're 50 50 with mm-hmm. that can be a crazy struggle and issue no oh, yeah like i mean it's it, who who gives in who doesn't you both care about the business yeah equally yeah so it's like you know now you're having like a little civil war mm-hmm. yeah that's 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 kind of what happened along with you know a lot of other things but yeah um you know those are all filed in the uh wake of <laughs> civil court if anyone wants to go see them but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man, that's that's my only trick for that. I just like <laughs> I can't talk, can't really talk about it. Kind of, I yeah. can, but it's like yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you can go look it up. Because uh, honestly, I've got you know had mild PTSD from it. And it's all gone now, and I don't want to don't want it to come back. So I start twitching like oh god, not again. Like I said, the good thing is we can edit anything. Yeah, out, there you so. go. That's right. Yeah, edit my PTSD twitches out. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter's over here skitzing. But I mean, after that struggle, you gotta have like crazy stress because you didn't get a, a job in between there, so you don't have any control, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you're just. So you did you have him come down and plan things before you knew you were going to have control over the business? So we we pretty much the whole time this was going on, we were working around the clock on our plan for getting it back, um, like what we were going to do. And I think that that really because like just literally the day we got it back, we launched videos um, because we already we already had them made and, and done so you made them while you were away. yeah we made them while all the stuff was going on um, is it hard to be like chipper and happy yeah in kind of i mean that's kind of with anything like sometimes when we do these these sendero sessions up too i'm just like dog tired i'm like hey this sounds so much fun like oh, i really don't want to do it and then you're like hey personality here i am i gotta you know fake it till you make it kind of thing but <laughs> sort of with a small business it's like you know in my opinion the the small business owners that just refuse to quit don't take failure as an option you'll always find a way to fix it things are always going to work out if you try hard enough those are the small businesses that that make it um, or most of them i would say um it takes a certain amount of that to to get into small business you have to have that mindset a little bit just to to take that first leap but um none of us none of us have ever really thought that things were going to work out and there's been you know horrible things since then kind of as a result of a lot of the stuff that's happening then um most of it's in the past but stuff comes up you know once every few months now and it's like oh man there's this here's this meteor how are we going to deal with it and no one just ever thinks that we can't um it's like yeah we'll, we'll figure it out we'll be fine and it's it's been that way so far so you've already been through one of the toughest things oh, I, mean, yeah. I can't think of anything more tougher on a business than to have something <laughs> active people ordering and you're not shipping their money or returning their money oh it's, man it's sitting there like i yeah. can see why people were so mad yeah i mean it was like at you know on the surface level it was at the time it was like theft it was like no intention to send it no funds to ship anything um nothing was happening so it was like store was open money was getting taken money wasn't going out to people uh, same thing with the Kickstarter. And Kickstarter kind of comes with its own, like, you know, risks. So, like, inherently you have to, by backing a Kickstarter, you fully realize that might not happen. 
um, you might just lose. You might not get your Kickstarter in because it's a Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, people were really pissed off about that. Uh, and we have, we've got, we had so many emails and people were like sending us letters. Um, and some of the stuff, like, I don't know, like, I don't know the people that send these things, but I wouldn't have time to sit around and do this, <laughs> but we got some that was like, this dude drew a picture of him with no hat on. And he was like, this is me. I'm sad. I don't have a hat. And then like, that's, the ne- that's probably really funny. And then the next pain he had a hat. on. I was like, this is me wearing my hat. I'm happy. You see how that works? Ship me my hat. <laughs> <laughs> It was wild, man. Wild. Now, like, I'm getting messages, too, on, like, my personal Instagram. My wife's getting messages, like, ship me my jacket, whatever else. And it's, like, these huge, like... And you couldn't say anything because you're in the middle of this dispute. Kinda, so you yeah, can't be like, hey, man, I don't have control over that. Yeah. It, you know, a couple times it just, like, broke down. And it's just like, look, dude, like, I'm trying everything I can. Like, give me, like, a month here. And if you don't hear from me, then, you know, like, I'll pay for you. Like, I'll give you some of your money back personally. I was I was actually paying some more contractors personally out of pocket at the time just to like keep stuff going. Um, it was just like mountains of bills, mountains of unpaid contractors and vendors and products and, and everything else. And it was it was literally I mean it was without a doubt the hardest thing I've ever done, and I would not wish that on anyone. So everyone listen out there, go get you a good good contract, good agreement, company agreement, and stick to it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have to when it's signed, but yeah, protect yourselves. Um, but you know that's 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 all really behind us now. Well, um, I mean, I think a lot of good things come from some sort of like I always say, like some sort of struggle. Yeah, one you don't appreciate, you appreciate stuff even more. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, like uh, like I had the donut darling on the lady comes, she comes up here to Waco all the time, the silos or whatever cool. to, uh, to do stuff, and I mean. Her whole van was actually supposed to be crepes, her whole little trailer, crepes, and this whole issue. But then the guy inspecting the trailer, the health department, blew it, like, destroyed everything by setting off the alarm, mm. all of her equipment. She had no money, and she had a show. They, like, I mean, uh, she had an event to do the mm-hmm. next day. And it turned into donut holes with an ice, with a scooper, the dough, and a little fryer that she bought at Walmart. As she was walking around, you know, crying, like, what am I going <laughs> to yeah, do? Yeah. And now that's like, that's the hit. That yeah. was the ticket. Like, yeah. she's, that's Made what she work. is, you know? So uh, sometimes through that struggle, you can find, like, like your path. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, that's kind of what I feel like, you know, you guys went through that struggle and you were prepared, obviously, and working mm-hmm. for it. But then now you have all these different things and ideas and everything's falling oh, yeah. better than ever. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't teach any of this in, in geology school. That's for sure. <laughs> 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 like, like, how, like how to figure this situation uh, out? Yeah. yeah. How do I that. do X? Uh, that is, I have done that on Google countless times, and, it's, <laughs> and, I, and I've built a business by googling. <laughs> hey, it's a wonderful resource. Oh yeah, it's it great. really is. Like mm-hmm. you know, people, like my grandpa and them, they own their the food service that they had down in the valley. Like there was no Google. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no internet. The way you know, yeah, yeah. It was basically you just had to you had to know you had to figure out by trial and error, and you had to like make the right decisions oh yeah so on and so forth so i was listening to the uh um the founder of outdoor voices on a podcast and she was kind of talking the same way it was like he was asking so how'd you start and she's like i just typed it in google like where, where <laughs> like you know where, where do i find you know this type of fabric and then she found found where it was and went and met all these people at outdoor retailer and did her thing so yeah I, i've literally done that same thing <laughs> That's that's so. That, I, I'm fascinated by that. Like you just yeah. make you see it and you make it happen. 
Um, I guess so where did from there you've just got the van like how long has it been since then? You said new, November of yeah, 18? Yeah, that was it's been a year? it's been yeah, just a year and a few months now. So, yeah. Nice. I know the exact date, but I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to say <laughs> That's that. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean, obviously things have everything's better now. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's I mean, we we work hard and we work a lot, but it's the stuff that we can do and we get to do, you know, it's pretty much just like we dream up something stupid and or fun or exciting or cool or creative, um, and and we do it. Um, it's like the the whole music videos in our in our van in here. That was like, you know, how can we connect with people beyond beyond just a product company? Um, yeah. Um, what kind of cool stuff can we make that people are into right now? Like, oh, it's got this van, and like we know tons of musicians, and and we like talking to ourselves <laughs> so let's sit there and talk to musicians while they play music i was about to ask you like you like do you just ask the randomly ask the people like hey i'm with sendero like you want to come play in the van for a little promo video yeah like, kind of so like the, the first people were just were friends um thomas chorba a uh, local guy here in town he's doing big stuff he's he's getting big and he's awesome um dylan washington local guy here in town just dropped an awesome album and then from there, you know, we kind of made those and, and got them out there. Dylan's is probably launching this week. Um, and we've through Sendero, we've gotten to know other artists and, and people that are fans of ours and bands and stuff. And we've got people now that are like, hey, want to come? This is like the, the day that I can come do it. And, and even there, it's own thing. There's like people's managers are following Sendero sessions. They're like, hey, can, you know, can my guy come? Whatever. And we're like, yeah, sure. Send them up. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So yeah. people will start to reach out to you like, hey, yeah, yeah. Can we, can we come up and play in the van? Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, eventually what I want to have is, you know, the goal is that we grow at a certain point to where there's someone that can manage those kinds of special projects, like the, the Sendero Sessions and then the, <laughs> the the cooking show I told you about before we started, we started uh, recording. Um, and all these just kind of cool, cool things we've got going on. But yeah, right now they've, they're, they're growing a line for their own, which is fun. Well, what, what gave you the idea to do something? So like the national park hats, then like the specific clothing. Cause like I, I, this is, this is why I say that because when I looked at that, I'm like, oh man, I almost want to, I want to go do devil's river now yeah. just so I can get the hat, but I can't get the hat yeah. until I've been to the devil's river. Yeah. Like I can't, I, and, and floated it. And that's the way with all of the different hats. I, I scrolled through and actually looked for the places I had been. Uh-huh. So it was an interesting idea, I thought. Yeah, so that all started was the hats in Big Bend really sucked. <laughs> it was like, we can do a better Big Bend hat than this. Big Bend's awesome, too. Uh, Big Bend's such oh, a great one place. of my favorite places in the entire world. Uh, it's just, it's, you know, it's like Mars. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's how that started. And we started doing that. Like two years, I think, before this the National Park Centennial, um, we came out with a couple other National Park hats, and then the the Centennial uh, was, was sort of bad timing on our part, sort of because we didn't really know what was coming up um, a little bit. But with the Centennial, four or five other brands popped up like instantly. They started doing like <laughs> all the national parks, you know, and then they were all over all the time. But now now they're huge, um, <clears throat> and those are all like people that came from other big companies that you know knew, knew how to do this stuff like came from big apparel companies the biggest ones you can think of yeah um and they're they're crushing it right now and here these two geologists are you know trying <laughs> trying to make hats with maps maps under the bills and and trying to you know what is instagram google yeah uh, that kind of thing but um uh, the market yeah right yeah how do you how 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 do you how do website 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, and then that's that's how that started. And was like, you know, let's let's push this beyond national parks. National parks are cool, but like, we're river junkies, huge river junkies, mountain junkies. Um, let's do different rivers and, and mountain ranges. I've never seen that on anything. And then we have all these other ideas in our heads too, is like for these specific things or places or or. Um, locations that people people associate with and, and have fond memories of. Uh, not just because, you know, that consumerism, people buy that stuff, but because it's we get to make this creative outlet to express what people like to do, uh, which is fun. Like, like your buddy wearing a Sendero hat on yeah. the river. Like, I love hearing when people see or meet or encounter our stuff for the first time, like, out doing something like that, um, which is, you know, kind of, kind of why we do it. But Yeah. Well, I mean... The, there's that and then I guess you seem gra- like you seem to go towards or gravitate towards everything in the like n- North Pacific West type of thing mm-hmm. like everything from here over that way and nothing on like you don't really go like Appalachian Trail the east side yeah. um, is that because you're drawn that direction so that's how it started um, this past spring we actually expanded into east coast stuff so we've got like Acadia and Everglades and okay. Smokies but that's like, so like kind of the core of who we were at the time was kind of infatuated with this Western culture of, you know, this, this, all the adventure that promise that the, the wild West holds and the lore and legend behind all that, uh, doing geology field work out in four corners, um, big fly fishers and, you know, you can fly fish on the, the, the East coast, but you know, it's not the same. It's not in my it's opinion, a little yeah. different atmosphere and feeling to right. like, you know, yeah. the mountains in the West. Like, there is a, a just a big difference. It's almost like a different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, pool hopping in the Smokies seems like one of the coolest things ever. You know, chasing chasing book, brookies around. But, you know, catching eight-inch golden trout out of a 14,000-foot mountain almost, you know, it's like, that's no comparison. No, no comparison. there is. And, and, see, I grew up on the Texas coast down South Padre Island, and wade fishing never did any freshwater fishing at all mm-hmm. fly fish down there and then decided i was gonna go fish in colorado like a river runs through it yeah, yeah. i've told that story before on the podcast several times because it's like a big moment like it got in a van slept in it spent a week and a half just Heck yeah. zigzagging with a 10 like eight weight rod 10 weight rod that's what i had trying to catch little rainbow trout out of there with my saltwater fly fishing gear. <laughs> I was about to say, that's a, that's a wrong yeah, rod. it was like sitting there with a surf rod <laughs> trying to catch it with, you know, yeah. salmon or something. With that's it. awesome. Because like, you know, um, I just, I, I mean, I just was like, I just took out and went. I yeah, just yeah. went and did it. It was really funny. I had to go buy a bunch of stuff at Walmart, you know, like Heck a little yeah, cheap man. rod and stuff. I finally caught some fish. Sweet. Like, why can't I ever, I get them on the line and <clears> I can't, and then I can see them and they, they just like look at it and go by like, mm-hmm. what is the deal here? Yeah, yeah. This line so thick they can see it like, that's like a piece of rope. Yeah, right. You know? uh, but um, there's nothing like just hiking out there, whether you're catching fish or not, and mm-hmm. being in the middle of the river, like, oh, yeah. where there's nobody around. Something about rivers, man. Rivers here, rivers out there, rivers anywhere. The Devil's River, golly, the middle bosky here in Waco is my favorite place in the whole world. Just being in a river on your own with a couple buddies, but like really, really tuned in and, and just hanging out. It's, it's one of the best things ever. There's nothing like, it's kind of like being on the middle of a surfboard or a kayak in the ocean. Like, oh yeah. There's no, you, you don't just get to pull out your phone, mm. you know, like once you're out there, you're 
out there. Oh yeah. And you're just in tune with whatever's around you. Yep. At that particular moment. So For there's sure, something like relaxing or freeing about that. God makes me want to go right now. Book <laughs> <laughs> <That> does. <laughs> a trip, man. Hey it's man, let's easy. go. You're a business owner. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, tell my wife that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm a business owner, but I have a boss. Yeah, she's a she's a great boss, but I have a boss. Well, people used to tell us that all the time, like, man, you guys got the life. Like, you're business owner, you're rich, you're this, you're that. It's like, I don't think you really understand the way this works. Oh man, like, you're here all the time, you're working all the time, like you're doing yeah. stuff. Before the invention of cell phones, it was even more so. Like, sure, just, you're there all the time. You yeah. Know? I remember seeing my dad and grandpa doing all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. cell phones came out, and it was like this magical thing that let us see our dad so much more. Yeah, you yeah. know, FaceTime and is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> now it's FaceTime. Yeah. Now yeah. it's all these other things that they have. You're so basically there, and you can you can run everything from just like you can run this like gigantic things from an office now with mm-hmm. just over video like yeah, you yeah. can have a meeting doop done bam. yeah seriously I, every every program that i use for sendero I, i've got an app and i can do it all on my phone gonna wear my mat so <laughs> i used to like no joke i used to have like marketing meetings on my paddleboard fly fishing on the bosky i'd be like like in touch with our or, like having meetings with our, our marketing <laughs> agents in california that we use at the time really you know, like sound like you're on a river I'm like i am i'm sitting right in the middle of a river right now i'm, I'm, I'm fishing while you're on speakerphone <laughs> really yeah yeah that was awesome <laughs> that's the best meeting ever oh yeah yeah i don't remember someone was with me it might have been uh i don't know my buddy andrew miller i think he was down hanging out we were floating on hog creek just just right past the warehouse here uh, and i was like hey man i got a meeting um duck duck off for an hour just floating on the river <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool stuff that man so what's what's the future hold for a sendero like Man, where, so, where are you going with this? Like, where are you taking? You have big goals, or you just like kind of letting it go where it wants to go? Man, we've got we've got as as big a dreams as, as you could dream, really. And it's sometimes it's it's a problem. We have to kind of wrangle ourselves back <laughs> in. It's like, no, you can't conquer the world next week, guys. It's uh, it's taking one step at a time, uh, which is why we have our, our current CPA. He's really good at telling like, you not to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Let's 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 do the stuff that works first, and then you guys can can do fun things, which is nice. Because before I was just like do whatever you want, um, but yeah. So right now is a really fun time for us because we we kind of got through 2018. 2019 was a big kind of rebuilding year and and kind of rebranding ourselves and and building the Sendero, the base of the Sendero that we want. Um, so we've put a ton of effort into our. Our, our spring launch coming up this this late this February early this March so that's that's really what's next for us is focusing on that but then beyond that we're already looking into most of it's already done uh, we want to be a, a full 30 40 piece um, you know full bond the top apparel company um, and then beyond that keeping uh, our marketing and media going through you know unique con not non branded content like the the music videos the Sendero sessions. Uh, the stupid cooking show that we're working on uh, and all kinds of stuff like that and like like trips and you know Sendero hosted trips or you know like a small like um, you know like trip company where you could come and like do like trips with oh, us that's or really cool. that kind of stuff like, you know, that'd be small but like that's really where we have the most fun is is involving people and in what we like what we like doing um, I'm insanely extroverted to the point where it's a problem 
Uh, so like, <laughs> the point where it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, this is like being around people and, and doing fun stuff and going like adventure junkie and you know doing exciting things. It's 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 what I like to do. So, uh, well, is your is your is the Sendero stuff in like? Do you have places in the Pacific Northwest where like you sell your clothing all the yeah. way up through here? Like, yeah, we're in. I mean, I don't know. Like right now, probably a hundred, hundred fifty stores across the country right now. Um, and those are scattered throughout, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty even distribution all the way from, you know, Carolinas over to, to, to California. Um, so it's, it's been fun and we've, we've onboarded with some really big, um, big box companies here recently and that stuff will all kick off next year. And, uh, that's really where we're growing the most, like in terms of business is we've kind of got e-commerce figured out now and that's more or less a, a playbook. Uh, but we're really putting a lot of effort and structure into to wholesale and retail distribution um and like i said you know they don't they don't they don't teach that kind of stuff in geology class but <laughs> no you just kind of that that is something that the face-to-face still has to happen oh yeah and that's what i was going to say like i was going to ask you if you fly out there like do you fly all over the place and meet with people do you have people that do that now like, yeah uh so we've got people in-house to do that now for us um but the past that was that was you know me i've, I've always ran our entire wholesale and retail program um and that's that's you know just like this right now like that's just what I like doing sitting down with people and talking to me and I'll end up in a store for three yeah. hours and I'll leave and not even sell them a hat uh, you know we talked about fishing for three hours uh, and so I I really enjoy doing that and you know that can wear you out too a little bit but there's just so many cool places and stores and and people that have their own stories like like ours or anyone's or even cooler stories and 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 yeah. they all have them um, and so that's that's really cool too and we do a lot of like. Bigger shows, retail-based shows, like outdoor retailers, really fun, um, where we catch up with a lot of these people and, and other things too. Um, but yeah, that's that's you're you're exactly right. I mean, that people almost demand personal interaction. It, like, like it's so right, it, it, nothing replaces it. Like us <clears throat> sitting across from this table right now, yeah. we could be doing this on you know Facebook, you know, because it's sometimes we have to go like oh, we yeah. could be doing this digitally like for there's sure. no way to make it to somebody's places right yeah. now for and me you can so. do that successfully yeah and it's fine but there's there's something different about doing it in person you know like when you're sitting across the table from somebody like get mm-hmm. to see their expressions and feel the energy and like you said you love i love the same thing like i love going out and meeting people and hearing their story like it's just like your story and the story of sendero i mean how many people don't think about the things that you know, you could, could have prevented and that right. story might help somebody else that's getting into business, both partners, right. you know, help people not end in like some sort of war and not be friends or for sure, whatever it is, you know, that like might end way more peaceful mm-hmm. or it might scare them off from being in a partnership and go their own route and, oh yeah, and figure out something on their own. So like all these different things we can learn from people like, and perseverance through stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people be like, Oh, I'll just, I'm a geologist. I'll just go get a job. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'll just go. Did that ever cross your mind? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, one, it was like a family. So it was like, yeah, that's, what, are, I know. what are we doing at this point in time? Uh, fortunately never hit the, like, you know, like I've, I've, I've got a great family. Um, and so they, you know, they were right there with us, supporting us and you know, anything we needed at that time, they were, they were there to, to help us do, which is, you know, how I hope to be for my kids. Uh, but you know, if it had gone, on, if it had gone on another month or a month or two, it'd been like, all right, guess uh, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> get my resume polished up. <laughs> that's close. Like that's not a lot of time. No, left, you know, no, not at all. And so, two is like, you know, it's like even now, um, 
you know, I'm so close to finishing my <laughs> my doctorate. This is like everyone's like, hey, just go finish it. Like I know, I'm like I don't have time, but I do. It's just one of those middle blocks. It's like it's just it's just hard to, yeah. to focus on it's like this Sendero, and then that at the same time. Um, like what's more enjoyable, both? Oh man, like I had so much fun doing geology. Like if I could have been a professional grad student forever and like <laughs> like just taking graduate classes yeah. and do field work and help people with their field work and, and uh teach classes teach labs i love teaching labs field work based labs uh i'd have done that forever um but you know they don't pay people to do that but you know i guess they hardly pay people to, to sell hats either so here we are but <laughs> <laughs> How is your wife there? Like, so you sit, you're, I know you got a family and two kids, and that's like something that puts a lot of pressure on everything. Too. Yeah. You know, the unknown, not knowing the future with that stuff. I find like you have to have somebody that supports you, like, oh, yeah. 100%. None of this, I can say with, with certainty, I wouldn't have made it through any of this if, if my wife wasn't a, a fantastic person. Uh, she helped, you know, patient first of all uh forgiving uh you know any gracious anything anything that you need to list on that end of the spectrum you know she had like i said john slept on my couch for like a month and a half while we were trying to figure stuff out it was like we didn't have an extra guest bedroom for him like just sleep on the couch uh because we had a uh, piper was our, our daughter was yeah six months at the time five months old oh, at the time man uh so it was yeah it was with easy, a but, pretty newborn yeah, baby. yeah and it's been you know she's she she is i feel like now you know as emotionally invested in this thing as 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 really anyone is um but yeah even before that you know like geology and and you know she she uh she gives me a wide leash um just from fishing all the time and going doing trips and uh, i don't know i'm just i've got such an adventure bug in me that it's if it wasn't Sendero and doing this, it'd be I'd be doing geology stuff at the same time. Do they have finding the, way to outlet the the need for adventure? Just the same. Do but, they have the same like? Does she have the same love for adventure that you do? She, I don't know. That's kind of a hard question, I guess. She she will go and do anything and have fun doing it. Uh, but she's not super super outdoorsy or or super into you know hiking or backpacking or fly fishing, but. She's gone with me and done all that stuff, and you know we've gone on on fly fishing trips, and she's pulling out like forty five pound jack off off fly rods, and I mean like like she'll go do it and have fun. Um, maybe she might be putting it on, you know, yeah, just be like, yeah, I'm doing this for him. But at the same time, it's like I tell this to all my buddies, it's like, hey, my wife, man, I really want to get into fly fishing. And I'm like, do you really though, man? It's like, cause that's your thing, and then she's gonna be with you, and it's like it might not be the same anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that—that that can be the case sometimes. Like, yeah, sometimes right. It's your outlet, you know, and it's separate and yeah. it's separate hobbies and whatnot. But I mean, I just wondered if she had the same sort of adventure. But like, y'all go places together and yeah, not who we do. You know, we do we do a lot of that adventure. And, like, I mean, our kids and stuff. Like my son is like he was just like me as a kid, the epitome of someone just just infatuated with outdoors and animals like we're in the backyard catching snakes and bugs and lizards and like you know like flipping up rocks like literally like every yep. single day looking for stuff and that's how i started and literally i mean that's like the chain of events that that led me here and into geology and everything else was starting catching bugs in the backyard you know go out there and be like look dad it's a, it's a rough earth snake 
What are you talking about? He's sitting there holding a rough earth snake. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, glad you knew what that was, but let's not pick up snakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it can be kind of like, it's crazy when uh, the, the lack of fear sometimes kids have. Oh, yeah. Uh, and some, I've seen it go two different ways. Like, you, you can kind of watch, like, all our kids' friends and stuff. You see them playing around and one of them there's this one kid usually they're scared of snakes or bugs like mm-hmm. a lot of times they are but then there's one kid that would just pick up every one of them mm-hmm. he didn't know what they were mm-hmm. he just went he had no fear like thing would bite him it would hurt and he would be like oh whatever i'll still hold on to it like <laughs> i like this thing this mm-hmm. thing's cool yeah. look at this look what i found mr joiner uh, i can't believe that like you're two years old you know, <laughs> yeah. he's a little bitty, but, oh, yeah. he, and, you know, then he puts it down, moves on. You know, frogs, he was flipping up all the little water meters around the neighborhood, yeah. you know, looking for any yeah. sort of bug he could. And I was like, man, that kid has no fear for any sort of thing. Like, he's going to do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're going to yeah. do something if you don't die uh-huh. before you get that far. Have some, uh, have some anti-venom in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might want to keep that on hand. Yeah. Let's give it by, I don't know, we're going to the hospital immediately. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. What but, it look like? I don't know. <laughs> but it's, uh, hazes hazes a lot of that in them, and you know, I, I sort of feel this this uh, pressure to direct his interest in nature and the outdoors and adventure to to get that to you know where where he can succeed and do that stuff. Because uh, I I see a lot of my my childhood ambition in him too, which is which is fun. Um, and the same kind of time, like you know having. Sendero and kids, it's like it's just you know small business and the stress that comes with owning a small business, having a family, and everything else. It's and then part of the reason you know sticking this through like we did and like we have. It's like you know I really don't want to to, to quit or or you know let let that be. Well, you know what was Daddy doing when we lived in Waco, Mom? You know like that be a thing. It was like oh he had this company and then you know he stopped doing that. Like I don't I don't really want to ever say that to them. It was like you know we we saw through to the end and. And we did the best we could. I mean, no, now obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but then you might have regretted it. Oh yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. You like, might have been like, man, what could have that? What could I have been with that? Like, oh, where man. could that have gone? Like there, you know, your mind goes in pretty dark places when you're you're in the middle of stuff, and it's like if you uh, if you start going through that too, or, or focusing on those things, it, it'll, it'll get you it'll get you down quick. Um, and the same time as. You know, using that as, as positive fuel for for entrepreneurship and innovation, which I mean that's that's how that's how the business world, small business thrives and lives is based off of risks and and failed and you know you learn from you fail a hundred times and succeed one time. Isn't um, it worth it? When yeah, you do oh that? yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's like man, bam, 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 and then that one you're like it just erased all of the ninety nine that went wrong. Oh, it was yeah. like. Dude, I just knocked it out of the park. I don't even remember failing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know the the lows are low, but the highs make you forget the lows. So yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Like I'm not a gambler at all with money. Like I I don't like gambling because I'm like I I don't see the fun in sitting there with the cards and like losing money mm-hmm. on this game. Like I'll maybe a sporting event I'm in or something I'm in. You know that sure. I have some sort of control over the outcome, but. Um, but I look at that like that's a waste of money. But at the same time, I'll go. This has got a shot. Like mm-hmm. I can probably do that. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll roll the dice on this. Let's oh, see yeah. if this will work. You know, like and then like oh shoot, it didn't work. Or man, that worked. That little taste, even if it's the tiniest taste of success, mm-hmm. it's like it's all worth it. Yeah. 
man, I'll be sitting here in our in meetings with our uh, our CPA, my, my current business partner. He'll be like, man, we can do this, 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 and this. And then like, oh, if we just do this, like that's going to be this, this, and this. And that's going to be a whole job someday. And then this, 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 and this. And that's going to be great. And he's just sitting there just like shaking his head like, yep. Yep, this is awesome, Hunter. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the world, dude. That's what I'm doing. Because you need both people. Oh, yeah, 100%. You have to have both people. Like, you can't just let a creative person like yourself go out there and just be like, run wild. Because yeah. then you won't have any money. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, you're why, where did it all go? Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. Yeah, no joke. I'd be doing, you know, doing these Sendero Session podcasts or vlogs or whatever we call them, like every single day. Just like, let's just sit here and just film ourselves in the van every day. <laughs> like a little live feed in there. It's like, Hunter's living in the van for a month and watch him on the internet. <laughs> watch him on the internet. You know what? That would probably make a lot of money. That would be pretty funny. Hunter in the van. Oh, that, that's where my wife's graciousness would end. <laughs> but babe, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not at all all right man well is there anything that you'd like uh, anything else you want to add in here like uh did, i guess did we cover everything i mean that's that's the i'm that's, just super uh, fascinated i could go on forever talking business and stuff with you like yeah getting the mindset and whatever oh but, yeah yeah I mean, yeah shoot i could sit here and talk marketing strategy and, and content forever too but that's i mean that's who we are that's sendero and in a nutshell right there uh, I, i'm a fan appreciate it man i'm a fan yeah thanks yeah. A ton. i'm glad we can make this happen man it's been a little while coming and like you said doing this in person was the way to go so oh 100 i was glad you said yes like i was i always you know say it over the thing like yeah i mean it's fine over the internet mm-hmm. or whatever but i was glad you were adamant about getting yeah. in person because yeah, yeah. um and obviously scheduling you're a busy dude you know you've got things going on i'm a pretty busy guy with a family myself so figuring out a time mm-hmm. you know and working it out I was actually glad that we got to like yeah. make this happen. Uh, it's kind of funny that way it all worked out too. Yeah. It started with one date, and you were like, "How about this day?" I was like, "Well, that works out perfect because now my son can play a tennis tournament, and I can go be there <laughs> with him, and then come up here, yeah. and it's it, and you know the family's making Christmas cookies. Like nice. this works out. This works out awesome. You like, go home, like and cookies are going to be ready. Yeah, except they don't have any. They're making it at somebody else's house. So oh, it's like a whole all right. project. All right. They just make them, and then none of them come home. Okay, there you go. So, I, I, But they get to go have fun. Like, I don't feel bad or yeah, guilty, yeah. you yeah. know, For about, sure. like, missing out on something on a weekend, you know, because mm-hmm. you're real busy. But My so, kids are snoozing, so it's great. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Like, it's nap time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nap time is, man, when you got, you know, when you got young kiddos, nap time is, like, the most precious time in the whole Dude, world. Dude, I was the worst. I never took naps. No. I wanted to be outside doing something all the time. Like, I was outside from sunup to sundown. I gave my mom lots of gray hairs because I would just disappear <laughs> when I was little. Like, when I was little, I would just disappear. So I never took naps. Um, You're doing the same thing now. But, Look yeah. at you now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see the bags under my eyes. <laughs> Ducking up to Waco for an adventure for uh, yep. the day. Like, hold on. I'm going to go up there. All right, babe. I'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah. But, cool, man. Um, tell, where, where everybody find you on Instagram, Sendero? Oh, yeah. Um, at Sendero PC, um, SenderoPC.com. If you know, if you just Google Sendero, it's going to be like a, a financial institution in us, so you'll probably find us eventually. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for hats, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Not the other way. Financial oh, institutions are probably not, not good them. at hats. Now or like I think there's also like a like a like a pesticide company called Sendero. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sendero's apparently a popular thing. But uh they see it on that hat. They're like that's Ooh, it. That's a cool that's name it, for that company. That's what it is. We we started the trend of, of businesses named Sendero. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, the Facebook page, uh, I guess the website, order stuff from you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, get on the website and, you know, if you want to see us in a store, I've got our stores up on the website too and pretty much in every state. So, yeah. Nice, man. Well, thanks, Hunter. Yeah, I, I really appreciate, appreciate you doing this. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I had a blast, man. Let's do it again. All right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everybody who has tuned into the podcast. And also thank you again, Hunter, for allowing us up to the Sendero Provision headquarters to do this face-to-face. Really had a great time. Uh, can't thank you enough. Everybody, go check out the sponsors of the first of the podcast, Laura Lee Smith, uh, C5 Mobile RV Repair, all that good stuff. Thank you so much to everybody who's gone to the website and purchased coffee to support the podcast. And if you just clicked listen, then I really appreciate you. I really do. So until next episode, see you later.